0: Welcome back to the Dance Coach Playbook. I'm your host, Coach GK, and I'm joined by my co-host,
1: Madeline. Today, we're opening up our playbook to page eight. During this episode, we're going to have a fun conversation about team building. So we're gonna talk about just some of the benefits of team building, and we're also gonna go through some of the experiences that we've had with it before on our teams and give you some examples of team building that hopefully you can incorporate and have some fun with.
0: Let's start by discussing what the benefits are of doing intentional team building on your team. So
1: Madeline, what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts? (laughs) So I think at the most basic level, what incorporating, like GK said, intentional team building activities with your team does is it gives them a space to to, to get to know each other as not just dancers, but as people and human beings. And when you're working on a team, we all know how important trust can be. Um, just as a really necessary component of working together and accomplishing goals together. So, and just even from personal experience, it's, it's a lot easier to build trust with somebody when you really do know them. So again, I think just as a, as a foundation team building can give your team a really good opportunity just to get to know each other and build trust.
0: Right. So a few weeks ago, we did talk about overcoming adversity. And we had talked about how it's much easier to do if you already have that foundation of trust on your team. And yes, that's going to come from experiences together. And at the beginning of the year, or even through different seasons of your season, getting to know people at different levels is going to be important to stay focused, moving forward, and then tackling new obstacles together. And so at the beginning of the year, obviously, that's a great time to start team building activities. And then we also just think it's important to continue doing things throughout the year. And on our team, I know this happens on a lot of teams, too. However, there's times during the year where we do split up into squads and divide and conquer depending on what activities we have going on. So Yes, we want those squads to become close together uh, so that they can trust one another to fight through what they're working on for those activities. And at the same time, still staying connected to the bigger team um, as a whole. And so building in team building activities, even when um, the timeline is tight and your your to-do list is growing longer, however, still making it a priority, I think is super important throughout the whole year of being very, like we said the word intentional before, it really is going to take coach, it's going to take you being really intentional about placing it into your schedule. And um, you're going to find that the benefits of doing it, even though it feels maybe a little frivolous in the moment when you've got a deadline coming up to a competition or a game, uh, you're going to find that that's just going to make it so much more enjoyable for everyone. And they're going to work harder together if they do have some sort of connection. And like any relationship, you're going to have to keep touching base and keep refreshing your relationship. And as they Change as you change as a coach, as, um, you know, just the climate of, of your team or your, your school, whatever's going on changes, you just need to do a little refresh on where you are and where you're moving forward. And so we have a whole
1: host of activities
0: mm-hmm. that we wanted to share with you, depending on um, where you are in your season, and then the length of time you have given the time to work with your team. Now, a lot of
1: these activities, I just clapped. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was really trying not to say so. This is when when
0: we're gonna have a live episode and it's gonna be hysterical. (laughs) Okay,
1: it's okay. A lot of these activities we're going to talk about initially really do double as leadership training and team building. So if you like what you hear and you want to hear more, make sure to stay tuned for our later episode on leadership training, where we really do dive into some of that stuff a little bit deeper. I think a lot of these
0: activities we cover today also, they might popcorn around, depending on what your season looks like, when you maybe will want to use it. Like our, our disclaimer, we always say, is that we don't know everything. This is just stuff that's worked for us. Mm-hmm. So if you hear an idea and you want to take a twist on it, what works for your team, that's predominantly what a lot of these activities are, something I've heard about or something I've seen or something I've read about. And then it's kind of evolved over the years of, of coaching and teaching. And so uh, I just I feel like it's a great time to, you know, pass that forward and, you um, and really just have you think about like how this would work on your team and how you can make it um a fun twist that works for what you have going on mm-hmm. so uh we do wanted to start at the beginning of the year and maybe just some get to, t- to know you type activities that say your team is new to each other and um and it is day one so uh then we also want to move into maybe some things that you could do at camp if you if you go to attend a camp or you have a camp happen on your campus, just some, some fun like camp type activities, knowing that camp is a rigorous time for our athletes and really that like team building time can be kind of like a decompress and just love on one another time happening um, at the beginning of your year. We also have some things that are gonna help you like jump in a little bit deeper for your teammates and have them um, get really real. And that's hopefully something you've heard from us from the past eight episodes is being that who you are is more important than what you can do on our team and really developing those types of relationships. Obviously, as a college team, we talk um, a little bit more about like moving forward into their adult lives. And so something I've really told my team along the way the past few years is I hope you're really finding your, your bridesmaids and your forever your forever friends during your time on this team. And I think that that, that probably happens because of the close-knit relationships people build on dance teams. And so Getting a little bit deeper and loving people at their their core and their values is um, really valuable. So we'll jump in a little bit of that. We also have a couple little quick um, fun games that could happen at a practice if you just need a little bit of a brain break. And uh, we also then have something listed out for if you are on Zoom and you're spending a lot of time having virtual practices, just some stuff that worked for us um, during our time virtually this summer. And um, some fun things we've actually talked about if we were to go back to being a little bit more virtual, a little bit more Zoom heavy with our rehearsals and stuff we would want to re- touch on again, or maybe do a little bit differently again, um, just to reconnect virtually as well. So we're going to go through a big list with you today. <laughs>
1: and hopefully you find something in it that you can connect with
0: and you can use for your team. Okay, coach, this would be the time we would ask
1: that you have your notebook and your pencil ready. And let's go ahead and dive into some of these activities.
0: So we're going to begin with some of the ones I've done at the beginning of the year when initially starting team building. And yeah. So I think one thing that we've done really well on a lot of my teams I've coached is finding a way to give each other positive feedback and our snap cup Mm -hmm. (laughs) like legal, legally blonde. If you've ever seen legally blonde and her snap cup, that's essentially where this idea came from is um, where the team has, a cup designated for collecting these snaps. And we anonymously write notes to one another, like just small notes of encouragement or ways teammates saw each other show up that day, uh, something that um, they're really, maybe something that you know that they've been working hard on and just really affirms in them, like the positive work they're putting towards whatever their goal is that they're accomplishing. So I have um, our team just write sweet little notes to each other like who it's to and not sign who it's from and then fold them up and put them in the snap cup and then at the end of a practice we'll sit in a circle and we'll pass the snap cup and everyone pulls out one snap at a time, We open it up, you read it aloud and then we snap for each other and as the cup gets passed. So then every dancer gets to collect kind of a little stack of snaps as the practice goes on and it's kind of turned into a, a thing where like they they miss it when the snap cup's not around. Our snap cup has gotten rhinestoned by an alumni on the team. It's super fancy. We take it with us to camp. We take it with us to nationals. We take it with us everywhere we go just to really give ourselves the chance to um, pause and give each other some love on
1: what everyone's showing up and doing. Another fun and really simple activity um, that we have implemented normally during pre-camp or any of that busy time over the summer where we're having two practices a day. Um, And this just is kind of a way to split up the day and have them still connecting on those breaks. So what would happen is we would divide the dancers up into small groups over their, let's say a lunch break. And they would take this little list of questions with them to their group. Maybe we would assign group leaders or captains would take on that role. And really, this is just a list of maybe three to five questions and some are more fun and lighthearted and others maybe are a little bit more thought provoking and yeah, just an opportunity to get them still connecting over a break in a little bit more of a relaxed environment, obviously without coach. Um, And then our hope is that from those questions, their conversations would go ahead and kind of branch out into other directions and just give them a safe space to get to know each other in that way before coming back to practice.
0: Yeah. That's so fun. Mm-hmm.
1: They always do come back like super chattery with each other. Like they,
0: they did get to know each other on a different level. And maybe some of the questions were a little bit silly. And I think that allows them to like break down a little bit of barrier, mm-hmm. especially if they're like newer to one another on the yeah. team. So when you divide up those dancers, having equal amounts, returner and rookie on the, um, within the discussion groups, I think is just one way for them to get to know each other. And even then returners, I feel like come back and are like, I didn't know this about my friend that I've mm-hmm. you know been on the team with for several years. Mm-hmm. So um, if you have any, if you would like that list of questions we ha- that we use, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram um, at dance underscore coach underscore playbook, and I'm happy to pass that list of questions along to you. Two more activities that are really good for the beginning of the year that have to do with getting to know maybe your campus or getting to know your school's traditions or your team's traditions, especially for those teams that having the um, having the athletes know the traditions of the school is really important. Um, one of them is having a just trivia game on the information about your team or your school. So what I do is I break my team into small groups and have them um, have the returners in that in a short amount of time, a limited amount of time, tell them everything they can think of about our school and our traditions and what they would maybe need to know in a trivia um, trivia environment. And so they kind of get like a little crash course on our team and our school And then we put them into brackets. So very similar to, I mean, we're a basketball school. So similar to basketball brackets, setting them up into teams and then having um, each a, a rookie from each of those groups come up and they get a question read to them. And then the first team that like rings the buzzer and is able to answer the question correctly, gets it and gets to move on in the bracket. And so it does get really competitive and everybody's like fighting to know all the information and. Having uh, the returners coach the rookies through it is really kind of fun and exciting. And then uh, another thing at the beginning of the year is um, doing a scavenger hunt on campus, I think is a really great way for, especially on college campuses or larger campuses where your incoming athletes maybe don't know where everything is located on campus. This is a great way to have them go to the spot (laughs) that's listed on the scavenger hunt and do some sort of activity there. So on our scavenger hunt, there's always building a pyramid in the library, which I don't know if that's the smartest idea or not. <laughs> However, it's super fun. And then they record all of these, either with a photo or with a video, and that all gets um, sent back. So at the end of their allotted timeline, once they've done all these activities all over campus, whether it's doing an aerial in front of the baseball stadium or doing a front flip into the school pool or you know just a bunch of different fun and energetic and they're running around campus activities they come back all together and then we watch all of the video and and um, photos from it and just i it's very entertaining for me to get to see it and then I, I know that they know where the places are on campus because then i can say remember where you did the aerials that's where we're meeting today for our call time <laughs> so that's super fun and then there's always um an incentive at the end of both of these games yes this, this year
1: we um we actually moved our closet from one location to another. So we ended up really going through that space. It was great. Um, and just organizing and cleaning all of that out. And so from that, we created a little prize bin. So <laughs> we love to get in the prize bin and um, just reward them with even something little. Like if we can, it doesn't have to be big. I mean, for them, we know we can. We coach competitive people. So a lot of times the win is, is just enough. But, you know, just fun for you to clean out your... Dance team closet and maybe fun for them to to get a new, um, maybe some new gear or or something like that. So just feel free to make it fun. Or even if the if the rookies can get something that was old that the yeah.
0: the returners already have that tank top over for the rookies to get it is pretty exciting. So good use of recycled items as well as giving an incentive at the end um that is branded for your
1: team as well. So another one of the more not serious, but the deeper, um, uh, more thought-provoking activities that we do more in the beginning of the year include um, a love languages assessment. So I know there's a lot of different maybe versions of this assessment, but this idea that there are a handful of love languages and, you know, maybe we find a more simple assessment, but just gets passed out and everybody gets to fill it out and figure out um, what their love language is. And maybe they've taken the test before the assessment before, but sometimes that changes. So We find it helpful to just go ahead and distribute it to everybody and then once they have their love language just breaking them into groups based off of what that love language is so they can talk amongst each other and find some commonalities and find some common ground maybe other than dance team and learn a little bit more about each other in that way and then we also find that this is helpful because once they come back to the team and kind of share out some different things they learned in their group um, they're not only learning about themselves and other people who have the same love love language that they do, but they're also learning about their teammates and how they give and receive love. And it kind of helps to, again, when we're talking about maybe going through adversity, um, if somebody who is a different love language than you might, you know, they might be expressing their struggle differently than you would. So we find it just gives perspective and allows them to ultimately just learn how to love each other better and, and have a better understanding of each other
0: and themselves. And along that same line, I mean, there's a lot of, like she mentioned, a lot of different types of quizzes too. So Mm -hmm. I know the Enneagram is really popular nowadays and getting to know those different types. Um, There's a lot of different personality, um, behavior characteristics, a lot of different quizzes out there that I know that different, I've heard different coaches use. And I've definitely used over the past few years, depending on how I wanted our team to kind of get to know each other a little bit better that year or it's a good thing, too, like to start at the beginning of the year, like Madeline mentioned, to start off with love languages so you know how you can love on one another. And then maybe as you get to know each other a little bit better throughout the season, do a different type of personality mm-hmm. assessment that allows you to, okay, now when she acts this way at practice, I understand that that's because this is a strength I need to use in my in my friend instead of seeing it as like why does she – you know, why is she addressing me that way? Or why is she handling the situation like that? Oh, it's because she's going to see things and do things a little bit differently as I am. And I can see that as a strength now instead of being um, a difference that's a wedge between us. And so just the more opportunities that they can get to know each other and how each other reacts and um, like what motivates and um, encourages one another is going to really help you throughout your season. And So um, I just would really encourage you to do that throughout the whole season uh, as you as you move forward with your different activities and then another thing we do at the beginning of the year is and you may have heard this before when it comes to New year's resolutions is selecting one word I know I, I see that a lot when New year's rolls around people will be like my word for this year is this and so, uh, thinking of it along those lines is this school year, what word do you want? And as a team, yes, you can select one word. I know that that's very popular with athletic programs. However, for us, it's important for me to have my athletes decide what one word that they are going to show up with. And it can align with our mission statement. It can align with our one word as a, as a team. However, I we, I really want them to also know how to show up as an individual on a team full of individuals. And so Figuring out what that word is, is important. I know there's a lot of different websites. If you were to Google one word, there's a lot of different ways for um, to decide what your one word is. And then the past few years, what we've done is taken teeny tiny canvases and we've sat down as a team and we've painted out our one word on our little canvas and had a little easel. And then that way the dancers can set it up in their dorm room, they can put it where they're gonna see it every day on their desk, maybe just to kind of be a reminder of who they said they wanted to show up at the beginning of the year. and just keep that kind of consistent. It's also just kind of a fun little memory to have. And the painting of the one word together is in its in and of itself a team building activity together.
1: Yeah, just having this conversation just makes me think about um, back to our branding episode where we kind of talked about how sometimes on teams it can be a challenge to celebrate individuality and give them opportunities to just connect with themselves in that way and take pride in that and then show up you know, really confident and secure with themselves. And like, just as we're talking about this, these are all just such great ways to celebrate who these dancers are individually and help them bring that to the table and really have a better understanding of each other for who they really are.
0: A couple quick ideas for some activities that you might already be doing as part of your season um, is number one, we take some time working on our hair and makeup. And so instead of having like an online tutorial or just giving them directions, we actually get together in the space and have returners teach rookies how we want that to look. Or if it's a new makeup design for that year, we will have whoever was there to help design it, to be the one to lead through it. And I know that sounds and it feels a little bit like, oh, it's going to take an hour out of our schedule at the beginning of the year. However, it is super fun. It gives everybody a chance to connect over something they may already like or something that they may not like Mm -hmm. and really rely on their bigs and little sisters or returners versus rookies and um, it helps you out coach because then you know hair and makeup is the way you need it to be for the season and at the same time they're getting a little bit more of a casual atmosphere to work on something that is already something that you want to have built into your program. Something else is maybe holding themed practices. I know I see photos of of that on Instagram, and we've definitely participated in that before. It's
1: just kind of fun to throw those in every now and then. Yeah, another way to incorporate team building with stuff that's kind of already going on is, for example, we have our first games this week, our first basketball game. Super excited about that. The Purple Squad will do the first game, and we will go ahead and invite White Squad to come and watch Purple dance the game, which is definitely for White Squad to learn what it's going to look like, especially for a new year, even new for us. It's just a great learning experience for them to watch Purple Squad and learn from them. But it also gives them a chance to just get in the arena together and be Havocs, um, which is our um, crazy student section, and get to know each other kind of on a different level. So really, these are just win-wins.
0: Right and that could be that could be true of of varsity JV mm-hmm. different squads like that as your team breaks up and divides and conquers to athletic events is to really go and yes yeah, support the athletic event and then also really support the spirit squad and the support squad that's there and you know just really encourage and love on 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 your team that's that's there on the sidelines or in the stands or wherever it is that they're supporting from and then also um, just something else I mean, turning anything that you do into practice into kind of a game. So obviously at camp, you probably do drill downs at your camp. Uh, we do something similar for us as we've got like a list of palm motions that if we're teaching, a lot of our dancers come from studio. And so doing palm or doing sharp motions is something that's a little bit newer for us. And so coming up with a sequence of palm motions and really using it as a type of drill down or really just taking something that we were going to work on anyway, anyways, technique wise and turning it into kind of like a fun game or a fun competition does um, take a little bit of the monotony off of it and turns it into, I don't know, kind of a more competitive atmosphere and then just kind of a lot of laughter too. If your team has had a season like our season, uh, you've probably spent a fair amount of time on Zoom together. And so Finding ways to connect via Zoom and still team build and get to know each other is has been the struggle of 2020. And so some ways that we found to be really fun, entertaining, engaging on Zoom this summer was number one, when the dancers moved on to campus, we went into a quarantine, right? So we had a good three solid days, if not longer, of being in their dorm rooms or in their apartments by themselves quarantined. And so we put together a full week of activities to do via Zoom to connect with one another and to stay engaged. And so some of those things included um, doing a talent show. So they had to come up with some sort of talent Mm -hmm. that was not going to be dance related. It was going to be something else related. And that was fairly entertaining. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also did kind of our own version of MTV Cribs, where they invited us into their dorm room or into their apartment and kind of gave a little show off virtually via Zoom, what that looked like. That's something that we've actually done in person in the past during Welcome Week is is done like a little room tour and gone around to each other's rooms. And so this was how we were able to do that virtually. Also we have a way to do our Snap Cup virtually as well. So Madeline, do you wanna talk about that? Sure, yeah, so we utilized
1: Google Drive, which was really a great, turned out to be a great way because the dancers can go ahead and edit the documents anonymously. So we were still able to keep that kind of anonymous aspect of the Snap Cup, where they're um, leaving the note to the sister but the sister doesn't really know who left it for her. So every dancer would have her own snap Cup document and we would just have a designated time where they could Go ahead and log on and throw in a snap and then same thing at the end of the Zoom practice we would um, go ahead and a sister would read another sister's snaps and we would snap for each other so that's kind of another thing if you were ever wondering like the logistics of how,
0: how we made that
1: stuff work we were always happy to share so feel free to reach out.
0: Right and a lot of those activities we also had them do in their room we created a little bag full of craft items <laughs> for them to create in their room too so they had to paint a rock um, which I know was kind of a, a COVID activity for the summer. Um, they they painted a rock that had an encouraging statement or encouraging word on it that they then once out of quarantine spread around on campus so that other people when they were moving onto campus were able to see it. We did, we did a few different coloring painting activities throughout that. We also did like a crossword puzzle and a word search and um, created some of those items as well to remain connected with one another and not... Um, and be able to do it from the safety of their own space and then mm-hmm. uh, we were just on zoom together and they were you know kind of laughing about some of the the crossword puzzle statements or where to find what word in the word search and kept them engaged and was something that we were able to create prior to to hand out to them so again like Melon said if you need any of those resources feel free to reach out and then one thing that we've been doing really um just in the past couple days actually is getting focused on doing random acts of kindness for other people. And that's definitely something that can be done virtually. And then the team just hops on to our, our band chat and lists out what um, random act of kindness or what um, act of service that they did for someone that they love just to just to hype each other up to see what great things we can create um, as individuals on our own and then what collaboratively that looks like when there's 33 people all doing a random act of kindness. That's 33 acts of kindness that are out in the world, and that can definitely be done virtually as well.
1: Yeah. That, and that was just like a really simple message that came through from coach on the band. And it was just like, Hey guys, let's just see how many of these we can get in before tomorrow night. And it was just great. I mean, before you know it, everyone's in the comments, just like little things they've done for their roommates and inevitably each other, which, um, again, we keep talking about win-wins, but it's just really good stuff that came from just something so simple.
0: Right. And we've also done a couple of different game nights via zoom as well, which I know is kind of a popular thing right now. We've done it a couple different ways with where was we actually created a game. <laughs> there was a little bit of like Pictionary and mm-hmm. um, just a bunch of different games put together to, to um, you know, just utilize each other's creative juices as well as um, get a little vulnerable and be a little silly and mm-hmm. have to sing songs and act mm-hmm. things out. And, um, I don't know it was it was fun for us and I think it was fun for them as well and it was definitely um, a way to pass the time away as well as get to know each other a little bit better via zoom our last little couple we want to talk about are ones that are great to put into your practice if your team's needing to kind of give each other a little bit of love and encouragement so one is it looks a little bit like speed dating (laughs) where you've got a circle on the inside And a circle on the outside and they're lined up with somebody and you've got a timer going and during that time inside circle maybe is just really like pouring on outside circles some great stuff that she's seeing her teammate um excel at right now or um some way she's seeing her show up and then the timer goes off and then they move over a person and and it continues on um onto the next person and then another one we've done um this is kind of a special one that we do it's called car wash and it looks a little bit like an actual car wash where Um, The dancer that's about to be car washed (laughs) is pulled aside um, or goes outside and waits her time and everyone else lines up into two rows facing each other with plenty of space between them and plenty of space um, from either side to side of them and then um, the dancer will come back into the room um, and meanwhile everyone has thought of a word. Um, or a character trait that they really see in that dancer that they just want to essentially quote unquote wash them with as they come through. And so that dancer will close um, their eyes and either I or another teammate will help guide them down the line with their eyes closed. And then as they walk past each of their teammates, their teammate says that word or says that um, that character trait that they see um, them show up in. And it really just gives them um, the eyes closed, gives them really like there's the vulnerability there, right? To have your eyes closed. And then um, the space between the dancers really does get, give a little bit of space of time like listening wise too, so that that person is really getting a chance to hear what their teammates say about them before they move on to down the aisle to the next person before they get down to the end. And so that one is a great one for at the beginning of the year I feel like when you know your rookies are working hard and it gives them a chance to be seen, it's also a great thing that if someone really has just been showing up on your team and you want them to um, really be loved on, and getting a chance to be given those gifts from their teammates
1: is um, is really super special. Yeah, and to, just to preface both of these activities um coach gk would always kind of just remind the team um what a meaningful compliment or gift like she was saying sounds like so a lot of times like these are not things that or i guess i should say these are things that the dancer can't control so something that she's really been working hard at like gk said or just something that she you can tell she's being intentional about doing or showing up as so that when it does come back to the dancer, it's like really true and meaningful and, um, kind of on a deeper level.
0: Right. So not the real quick Instagram comment of you're so cute, you know, like I love you. Yeah. You're my best friend, which that's all stuff's great. And they're doing that to each other on their own. Um, however, it does make it a little bit more meaningful and like a little bit more serious when you take out the inside jokes and you take out the, um, you know, like the, the physical attribute compliments, like those. there's a time and a place for that. However, in these activities, like getting to, to really be a mirror to what they who they are as a person and how they're showing up for their teammates is um, just really, I feel like affirming in them that they're being seen um, and that those are characteristics that we just want them to continue showing up on because that's what's benefiting the team.
1: All right, everyone, as always, we just want to thank you for being here. And we always love and appreciate having you listening in. We would also, of course, love your feedback and love your suggestions for further
0: episodes. And we hope that you continue to um, listen along with us and follow along on social media with us and our Instagram account. Feel free to reach out. Anything that we've said today that we'd love to share with you, we really would. uh, Mm -hmm. Drop us your email and we'll send um, those details your way. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.